Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're gonna go nuts when he hits this thing. <laughs> Episode 34. 34. <laughs> Episode 34, the Bogey Boys Back Nine Podcast. This is Blake Ross. Your boy Rob. And James. Back at it again for another episode. Jeez. What do we got on the slate today, boys? What do we got? How should we start her off? Talk about our scramble? Scramble. Start it off with golf? I mean, we Absolutely. can save it. You want to save it or just jump right into it? What do you guys think? No, people want to know about this. This is really important. <laughs> do they? They want to know about our scramble. Who's people? Four-man scramble, your Belinda, black gold. Black gold. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal chorus in absolutely immaculate condition, by the way. Mm-hmm. For a, for December? Are you kidding me? Nice. The greens were, the greens were just they were tough. so pure. Yeah. The conditions, I, I can't praise the conditions enough. As far as the results are concerned, well. We are results oriented. We, uh, we did not reach our goal. We can just throw that out there. We did not reach the goal of 900, did we? Rob, what do we finish off at? We finished four under. <sighs> That's actually been... better than I thought. I was hoping for five. No, so yeah, four under with two bogeys. Two bogeys is... That's that, not good. It's That's just embarrassing. <laughs> you know what's even more embarrassing? His whole three putting on a par three as a four man. That's yeah. <laughs> that's pretty bad. That was yeah. the most embarrassing part. I think hole eight too, like our last hole was terrible for us. Kelby Sharman, if you're listening to this, we need your help. <laughs> we need your help on the greens, brother. <laughs> yeah, the putting was tough. Don't get me wrong, we're all spraying it off the tee, but someone would get on the fairway. Yeah. And then we'd all get on the green and me knocking. I I definitely remember like for whatever reason the wedges were working. I feel like I put a lot of quality shots on the greens and I'm like, oh dude, this this is the lock. And then we just four of us just with the putt. Yeah, I laid down some optic fiber optic cables out there. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't yeah, I mean just once we started playing a few holes, I'm like, I'm not even worried about getting on. It's what happened after it's finishing yeah. Dude, i will say that part. yeah they were fast and they were challenging it's yeah. that is a hard course that course i think that might be the hardest course that any of, of us have ever played in our area like orange county yeah it's i do know if i played it by myself i'd get rocked i could just oh. tell i would get <laughs> bodied dude i've only played it twice and i'm telling you both both times yeah. i got worked yeah yeah would kick my ass for sure i could just tell you have to be precise. I can tell those greens will eat me a lot. <laughs> Three putt. Yeah. It's, it's already hard enough getting on the green, and then it's like, dude, if you're not close, like three putt is almost always in play. Well, we, we had birdie off on our first hole. Yeah. And we just remember fucked yeah. it up. That, w- that wasn't even a hard putt either. That's what's embarrassing about it. It wasn't even like it was some snap downhill so we snapper. Got, we got on in two and in two putted. Yeah, I mean the the key is the distance. We were what twelve feet, ten Long, feet, if that. Yeah, twelve feet or ten feet away for our birdie, so and we f- all misread it. We did. I think Tyler was the only one that actually read it right, and we're like, no, 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 I didn't believe him. It's going this way. It's like really all right. Isn't that so crazy that we can all just like have a different yeah perspective? Not good. Crazy. 
means three of us were wrong. Yeah, but the two bogeys, those really stand out. I mean, six under, I could live with six under. I, I really do believe that 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 course is that course is tough. There was really no excuse for the par three get on and one. All of us, all four of us, three putted. Oh, which one? There was a par three in which I think it was like we got on the green. I think it was like fifteen or fourteen, and none of us got putted in the oh, hole yeah, for yeah, two yeah. strokes. Sixteen, we we got we bogeyed sixteen, which was a par three. That was really bad. yeah, hundred and eighty six yards. That was rough. Yeah, we fucking blew it. Yeah, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so bad. Yeah, but um. Gotta say, had a great time. Had an absolutely fantastic time. I thought the balloon pop thing at the end was pretty interesting. That was really cool. It worked out. It did. That was the best part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's I thought it I thought it was good for both the club and the consumer because as a club, it's like you know that they just have all this dead inventory that just mm. never moves yeah. and they just like want to make sales and well, I would it, think balls always sell, but yeah. But you gotta think it's at the end of the year, like they're trying to get rid of that shit like mm. ASAP for the next year's yeah. stuff to come in. Because we certainly got a good deal, but I'm sure they factor that into our price of yeah. paying for the scramble. Yeah. Well, I think the the key is too, because it's like they basically they can't have anybody out on the course before ten AM. It's like you can't finish a round before ten AM. So they have to start at six. So something. they basically lose out on all the tea times from like whatever, call it six, six thirty to ten. It was like four hours worth of tea times, but then but then they're fully booked for the rest of the afternoon, essentially. Until 3.30 or so. And then it's like... But and even then, if you tee off after 3.30, you can't play. Yeah. Can't play 18. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to play 18. But That was fun. That was the best part. Was The, <laughs> the food was trash. The food was pretty, pretty I didn't, rough. I didn't have the food. The burger was slapping. Oh, yeah. The, the turn burger. Those was fries shit. looked so that good. That shit was fire. It was busting. Yeah, crush that. I go de- back I, just for the burger. <laughs> I definitely want to go back just for the food, and and I man, I just want to have one round where I feel like I like played my game because every both times I was like, dude, something's just off in my game. And we're gonna do it. Yeah, I felt. I, I definitely felt it. challenged in that course, like which at is every a good, turn, which is a good thing. Yeah, you know, it's like, at my skill level, I don't know, but yeah, it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that, but yeah, I got worked. Because yeah, even from the whites, it's one thirty slow. Does it say on the scorecard, Rob? It doesn't no, say on the scorecard, does it? It's tough. It's not that but I think from the blues, yeah, it's even harder. It's like one thirty two, one thirty three. Well, we all got some cheap balls. It was great. Yeah, no, I mean, I I loved my deal. Yeah, I got sixty bucks for two boxes of Pro V ones. Yeah, I mean, you just don't get that anywhere else. Yes, sir. That's the best part. Yeah, I still think it was hilarious. The guy in the clubhouse bought a Scotty Cameron. For what, 40% off? No, he got 30% off, but oh. 30, 30% off and then minus the 25. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah. it's a pretty fucking solid deal. I don't know. I mean, I think I think you just like have to resell it. Like, I don't know. Like, are you really going to... Unless you love the club. Unless you really love it, then yeah, I'd sell it. It makes no sense. Cause, I mean, because imagine if you get like half off or something like that. It's like, dude, you just resell it, make 100 bucks and call it a day. Like, why wouldn't you? No, I would really have to love it. <laughs> yeah. He thought he was so smart. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty interesting, but it's like, I don't know. the The thought of buying new putters, I'm like, that ain't gonna help. Like, you know, putter is like the only equipment that I'm just like, you could literally putt with fucking putt putt stick, and it's like, I think if anything comes down to feel and like opinion and aesthetics, putter seems like it'd be the one that would come down to like how comfortable you are standing over it. You exactly. know, yeah, yeah. Whereas like a lot of things are numbers based, and you can definitely boil down a putter to numbers. 
But like, if you're feeling hot and confident with a putter, use that one. Yeah. That's how I feel. I could Facts. be very wrong. If it's working, it's working. The even roll, working. That's what I mean. Yeah, I'm going back to the even roll. <laughs> I was about to say, going back to the even I'm roll. Back. Yeah. Dude, the even roll, I just, I love that club. I think yeah, it's back. so pretty. The Ben, don't get me wrong, the Ben Nardi. More time to practice with it, I feel like. Do you just feel, it's, it's a feel thing, no? It's like, it's not, does it feel funny at a dress or anything no, like that? No. Just, I mean, I, I went to the, to the range on Sunday night. Hit some balls and then hit some putts, and I brought the Bettinardi, and I bought my white hot, and I brought my Betten and my even roll just to like mess around, see what felt the best, and definitely like my distance control with the even roll was much better. Shit, like compared to all the others, like you know I'd leave it six feet short, four feet long. With the even roll, it was at least like consistent. That's good, and that's so important, like speed control. Yeah. Because if you have speed control, you limit it now just to left and right and read, which, of course, is a huge dimension. It's like saying you're cutting off a football team from passing. It's like, all right, you still got to stop the run game. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> at least you've eliminated that, you know? That's Absolutely. All. Glad that even rolls back in the bag. We'd yeah. love to hear that. Shit. What are you going to do with the Bettinardi then? I don't know. It's a pretty club. Might post it on. Keep it. That's a club that has value that I don't think I'll use though. So it's like I might have to sell it. Flip? Maybe. A flipper? I mean, if you got the deal on it, it's like you might as well just try and get your money back. I can definitely get my money back. Yeah. Just a bummer. I wanted to like it more, but Yeah. Garen Rife. Really out here doing the Lord's work. <laughs> I mean Hell yeah. Yeah, no. Um, that pretty much wraps up our year for team golf. What would you say has been your favorite event so far that we've done or favorite golf related thing that we've done for the year? Yeah. Besides our golf trip. You can throw in the golf trip. The Vegas golf trip was fun. When was that? What time? March. 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 Yeah, it was like early March, I think. Yeah. James, do you uh do you agree or? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about it, but yeah, I mean that's definitely. We, did we do any other scrambles? You guys did the two man at Cross Creek for Halloween. We did other Cross Creek scramble. Oh, with John. dude, we forgot about uh, a Tascadero. That was this year. Yeah, I'll probably take that one. Yeah, you like the Tascadero wine yeah. trip? Yeah, just because I think the weather was better. That's all. Like I don't know. Yeah, if, I think if you're basing off of weather, yeah, it was it was fun. I actually it was different. Not like if we're just talking strictly golf, like yeah, I think the Atascadero golf trip. Like I'll take if we're talking golf, I'll take Scottsdale, and then that's true. Atascadero. Oh well, I'll, 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 if we're talking for this year, I'm though, just saying if we're talking golf. No, the, the Scottsdale that it just has like a special place in my heart. It really does. Yeah. Like that was just. But second I, would be Atascadero. I think you like, couldn't beat that. Trip. Like if you told me like I don't get to do any more. I don't have I don't get to go anywhere else and then I just get to go to Scottsdale like once like this upcoming year I'd I'd take it in a heartbeat. Yeah. We gotta play Troon. Troon Quintero and Greyhawk. Those three. Yeah. Oh God, the golf out there is just what spectacular. Is, what is one part of your game you want to work on the most next Short year? game. Chips and putts? Yeah. Yeah. I really want to, I really, you know what I actually want to do is I want to get, I want to look into like a short game coach or just somebody that can just help. I don't know. 
You got my number. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Hey. No, I'm just kidding. I just think, to me, like, I don't know. I've had a great experience with lessons so far. I just think that the feedback from you get from like using a simulator plus having a set of eyes behind you and just making small tweaks. I think that that's given me the most help and gotten my swing into a place where it's very minuscule adjustments. And I just, I don't have that feel with short game. It's just, it's just all Instagram, YouTube, like whatever I'm feeling at the point. And there's really no, there's really no rhyme or reason why I'm doing anything. Like I have some small basic understanding of the short game, but do you feel uncomfortable? Like which shot do you feel most uncomfortable with? Uh, I feel the most uncomfortable with, um, probably like greenside chipping, which mm-hmm. I would describe like anything that's like within five to 10 yards off the green, mm-hmm. like a perimeter around the green, like that shot, like going into like, pins even if it's like dead center yeah i i tend to struggle with that shot the most i feel like i'm i'm i feel like i'm actually okay at the 50 yard shot Mm. i Mm. i'm much less uncomfortable on that shot than i am with like a greenside chip anything where i gotta like go over a bunker or like have put some finesse on it or Mm -hmm. I i don't i feel like i don't have a stock shot that i can go to that i can reliably say like hey like I've practiced this a few times. Like I know the setup, like I can get this pretty close to where I need it to go. And I think that just with that short game fundamentals and then just, yeah, I I don't even think you can get too good at putting. Like there's so much room for improvement <laughs> no. there. It's unbelievable. No, it's a part of my game. Yeah. I would love to get better at putting and reading. And, but I was going to say to, to expand on your chipping point, like, there is no stock shot you say to some degree. And while I agree with you, I get what you're saying. Like also there's like so many unique lies and Mm -hmm. situations of like, am I in front of a bunker? Is the lie thick? Is it laying down? Is the ball like sunk in there? Is it sitting on a tight lie? Like there's always like a million factors. Like I always feel like, so I'm always like, Oh, I'm gonna choke down a little bit on just based on nothing on my feel. And again, I'm not no expert. This is just like me standing there. Like, Okay, I want the ball to go a little higher, so I'll open the face a little more. And I want this much spin. Like it's mm-hmm. all just feel. Yeah. I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but I have no reason why I do that. I just stand there and I feel it. I like man. So like, it would be nice to Like a dude, even like a boot camp or or like something, like just anything to like help me get better at chipping. Like just like the small little chips. Like I think that that's the low hanging fruit for me. Hmm. I think that that having that aspect of my game, I think is just the low, the easiest way for me to lower strokes. So in the, in the way you're saying it's costing you the most strokes. Absolutely. Okay. A hundred percent. So like I, not I, chipping within, you know, a six foot ring around the pin. Yeah. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Is your miss like chunking it or thinning it over the green or putting on, or chipping on the green and you're still, 30 feet out i would just say contact in general like just not making proper contact what's what's the miss though like heavy most of the time it's uh blady thin yeah most of the time i wonder if you don't have enough bounce or something i don't know Mm, i don't know i mean my 56 is a 12 and my 60 is an 8 maybe too much bounce i don't know yeah no i um 
And but like you know when we talked about this and I told you I've been using the sixty much more frequently. It's fun to hear. Which is yeah. good. I love it. Yeah, much more often. And I would say that I've enjoyed it so far. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I want to switch around. I'm using the fifty six. I'm using much less. I'm becoming the opposite now. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> I've started because I used to be only sixty, like greenside. But now if I have a real fluffy lie, I'll pull out to 56. Oh, so it yeah. has way more bounce. Yeah. Or for example, like there was a hole we were at where we were, where we were kind of off the green and the green was, or the pin was like 30 feet and it was high. Do you remember? Yeah. Like that was the point where I want more release. Mm-hmm. So I'll choose a 56 because it has four degrees less ba- less um, uh, loft. So I'm like, I'd rather have it release more. Yeah. So Rather than me going the 60 and then like really getting after it. I feel mm-hmm. like that's going to make me more mistakes. Absolutely. So that's like a time when I would use that. Or a, a big fluffy lie or trying to get over a bunker and the grass is real soft. Like I need to get under this. I need to get it up. Yeah. And I need the bounce to help me out. So whereas the razor blade four is like you just miss the green short and you're on like a fairway lie. Open the face just a tiny bit. Yeah. Especially if you have a close pin. That's when I'm going to use that. But like a far pin, I'm probably using 56 just because for the release. Nice. That's very interesting to hear that we flip-flopped. <laughs> just messing around more. Yeah. Just, doesn't hurt to mess around. I wonder what Kelby does. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he probably... I feel like most high-level golfers, they just almost exclusively use like a 60. Or just their lowest lofted club. To counter that, I know a lot of people like... Say, like, as a beginner, it's only going to get you in trouble. The most lofted club. I hear that. I don't know if that's true. I know people say, like, put that thing away, use something else. But Yeah, I hear, I mean, the <laughs> the iron into the for the chipping of, or just, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even be opposed to the idea of having, like, some random util, utility club that's sole purpose was, like, chipping on the greens, like, green I side. I am against that, but, yeah, I feel like. I, I just think it's that big of a problem with my game because it's <laughs> like, I just think that you, you, I think that area, I think good golfers get up and down from that area eight times out of 10. Really good golfers. Yes. Like eight times, seven times out of 10. And I think for me, like I'm maybe like one out of 10. You're I mean, going up and down. Yeah. Because it's like, if I'm too close to the pin and I'm greenside like that and I'm not on the green, you're going to putt? I'm pu- I'm like putting it almost all the time. Pros do that too, though. Yeah. You don't have to hit a fucking flopper dopper from there. Like, <laughs> hey, come on. If now. you're just barely on the fringe, like putt, do it. But I know what you mean. Like sometimes you're short sighted and you're shooting downhill and you're mm-hmm. like, I really fucked myself. But then yeah. you've got to think, like, you probably fucked yourself on the previous shot. Yeah. By. Not aiming for the middle of the green or not, you know what I mean? Yeah. By ending up high side or something. Catching it too thin. Something. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I feel you, man. That'd be a good idea. Get some, a short game. Lesson. I don't even know where I would start, to be honest with you. I mean, I know that Oak Oak Creek has a nice short game area. Maybe a little too crowded for my taste. Tustin Ranch has like a private short game area that you can mm-hmm. rent. and But like it's based on availability and if, if they, the instructors use it all the time. So it's not like you can just go there whenever the hell you want. But I don't know. Maybe you need to look into like Strawberry Farms or what they got. But I mean, yeah, like I don't know. I've taken one short game lesson with this coach at Tustin Ranch and just didn't have a good experience. So you now said he was obsessed with like windows or whatever, or like trajectory. 
Yeah, he just he just said that like you know just wanted me to keep it low the whole time, and he just I didn't like how he just talked my ear off and did, wasn't it wasn't he wasn't using my time efficiently, and really I needed like thirty minutes like just like doing some quick work with wedges, and then like I wanted like thirty minutes in the bunker, and we didn't even get a chance to do any bunker stuff, and I'm like. I'm like, I don't know if this was your play of like trying to get me to come back so we could do bunkers, but like it just didn't work. So uh, I don't know. But yeah, short game, short game, short game, short game, short game. It feels like, in my opinion, too, when I'd want to practice short game, it's got to be outside on a green. Mm-hmm. It has like, to. Off the mat, it ain't it. You no, because if you chunk it, you're not learning anything because the mat's going to let you still finish your shot. And you need to like have that pin in mind and like the slope and the ball below your feet, ball above your feet, the thick grass, the thin grass, all that stuff. Like the stuff that you never practiced, but like hanging around the green all fucking day, you're going to come up across that stuff all the fucking time, Mm -hmm. which is no replacement for playing in my opinion. But yeah, Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Rob? You got any golf goals for next year? I want to fix my wedge game. Like really bad. All right, yeah. Like I don't want to be yeah. chunking it, but I think I was just sitting here listening to you, and I was like, I think my main focus when I go up to the ball is the divot on how it's like. You're thinking about I'm it. I'm thinking too much of how my mm. divot's supposed to look, so I'm just like going at it, and then I'm just going too far under it. Mm. That's very interesting. I've never, I've never heard you say that before. That you're like you think about your divots. Yeah. It just looks cool. <laughs> what having a friend divot? He, he loves when, people, he loves when like the earthworms come say hi to him. Like you know, like, some people take their shots and you just see the fat ass like beaver tail fly up, and you're like, damn. What if I told you that's in front of the ball? Yeah, I'm learning <laughs> it's not that the behind hard, the ball. I'm learning that the hard. It's in way. front of the ball. You're supposed to hit down on her. So I'm learning that the hard way. So now I just gotta not focus on that and just hit the fucking ball and see what happens. Just be like Tiger and start flushing it. Yeah, just flushing it. <laughs> Just flushing. I don't it. take divots. I don't take divots when I'm flushing. That's it. insane. But yeah, it's gonna be yeah. next year. I think the no thing. Yeah, I think for you, it's when when I'm looking at divots, I'm I'm not even looking at this. Well, I guess I am looking at the size, but it's less important than like where it starts. Yeah. And like you see it a lot with tee shots, like when you have a tee in the ground, because then you have like a reference point of where the ball was. Yeah, true. And like when you see that pat like divot pattern like before the T, <laughs> yeah. That's not good at all. You Six don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. And I I, w- I would put the the divot second to ball flight and trajectory sure. and and left to right and height. That's what I would put first and then second would be sure, contact like Yeah. Cuz if you hit it Anytime you hit a ball fat, it's going to go shorter than you think. So I could just oh, yeah. look at the ball and tell it went 50 yards shorter than it should. Yeah. You hit it fat. Like, or if you thin it, the trajectory is going to be crazy low. It's going to fly off the back of the green. Oh. <laughs> Absolutely no spin because yeah, he didn't catch grooves. I feel you, man. I played golf today. Yeah, how was Where? that? I also had a lesson yesterday. Whoa. What about? So after our black gold round... I wanted to go back to no bogeys and I, I trust the coach there. I like the coach there. I just like how it's formatted. I feel like I get good feedback and I can get to like take something to the course. That's why I like it. With that being said, after I round up black gold, I started to have doubts about 
my path and face and basically everything related to mainly driver. I mean, I, I was going to go, like I knew that we were going to do irons too and just like ball striking in general, full swing stuff. But I wanted to check out what was going on with my numbies. And I had this speculation because I, I know that I'm sure you guys have seen that sometimes my miss would be like almost like a snap hook. And, and I was kind of explaining, I was like, yeah, like my, when I'm, I told him, I was like, when I'm hitting driver good, my ball flight is very straight with like the babiest of fades, like baby, baby fade. And then like, I can live with the one that goes like 10, 20 yards, like whatever it doesn't go as far, but like, I can live with that. That ball's in play and it's not a that's, big deal. You've also talked about, that's a one way miss also though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like, it's either going to go straight or 20 yards left and that's it. Yeah. Right. That's that, a playable ball. And that's, that's what I strive for. And so I told him, I was like, I think I'm just like coming over the top a little bit and just like coming on the outside. And then, the, and I'm just like, it's a straight ball flight. And then it's like off the toe goes right. But to my surprise, it's the opposite. you're inside out to my surprise, my numbers were great. Mm-hmm. Like phenomenal. Like my path was always sitting around between two to one degrees into out. Mm-hmm. My face angle was like one degree like open like basically perfectly set up for a cut which is what i like like spin was great i was getting like 2000 spin all the time none of this sounds like a miss though yeah no but so anyways but like we're still checking the ball flight and then but what we discovered was that my impact location was like fractionally on the heel and so i was like I was like, oh, like, that's very interesting. Like, I always thought that these were, like, pretty close to the center or, like, obviously, like, low, high, whatever. But I always thought they were at least somewhere near the center. And so I was like, coach, like, what do we need to do to get this impact location moved over to the middle? Mm -hmm. And he's like, honestly, like, might sound silly, but, like, just try addressing it, like, off the toe. Mm -hmm. And so... That little change of just where the ball is sitting at address and putting the same exact swing that I was doing, I basically was hitting it like fractionally more towards the center. But then the ball, all of a sudden, I'm not getting the 40 yard miss left. I'm getting the 10 yard miss left. And everything was just like solved. It was just like that one little fix. Just putting that same, even though it looks like I'm going to hit it off the toe. So like that's now like... Because when I played today, I was like, that's what I was thinking. I was like, just try to hit this off the toe. But like, I I end up just hitting it in the middle of the face every time. And I had probably like one of my best driving performances today in, a, in like a long time. Just like every ball was in play. I didn't hit any drives out of bounds. I had balls that were in the tree line, but every ball was in play. I only lost one ball today and it wasn't with driver. So my ball, I feel like I really fixed ball striking we made a little a a small fix at the top of the backswing too he just said that um he said that i was too bowed with my uh trail wrist Mm -hmm. and he just said that i needed to have more wrist flexion making the shaft like more parallel at the top Mm -hmm. and it honestly felt great so I, i didn't even think much about it yeah and uh just like not just not because i have a habit too of like when i'm trying to hit the ball hard i like kind of dive at it a little bit a little bit of that weight shift forward just like changes Hmm. like the impact location a little bit just a few small tweaks and i feel like i was ball striking was back to where i wanted it to be so i love that but the highlight of today is your boy got up and down from a bunker 
twice today. Sheesh. Twice. So that was sick. What course you play? San Juan Heels. Right, San right. Juan Heels. I out of curiosity with the driver, when you address the ball, do you address the ball with the club on the ground or in the air? On the ground. And you address it right in the middle of the face? You to, used to? To my eye, it looks like it's dead center of the face. But then when you lift it off the ground, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've seen players lift the, the club off the ground, but... I don't know. That just doesn't feel comfortable to me, so I just don't do it. Yeah, every club for me, I'm, my ball's out the toe. Yeah, me too. So, for example, like, if it looks like it's dead center while the club's on the ground and you lift it up to the T height, it'll get closer to you. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, I guess it does. So, if you were to address it, like, Healy, but then lift it up, like, it changes. So, I address it off the toe. Mm-hmm. And when I pick it up, when I, like, float it. Yeah. It's much closer to the center of the face. It's so interesting because to your point, I saw the video feedback of when I, and to my eyes, the ball looks like it was, it looks like it was barely on the club face at all. Like it was barely on the toe and, and it look, but then when I look at it from the camera viewpoint, it's like dead center. Hmm. It's the weirdest thing. Sometimes yeah. your eyes just like play tricks on you. And these are the things that. You know, you just you just don't see that without the technology and the and the second set of eyes. So, yeah. real happy I did it. I hadn't taken a lesson in a long time, and real glad I did. I feel like I got tuned up, and I'm happy with ball striking right now. When it comes to like wedges, like driver, I definitely address off the toe, and I'll yeah. pick it up to see where it is, as long as I'm close to the center. But like when it comes to like wedges, and like I'm much closer to the ball because I know I tend to be with irons. I tend to be healy or sorry toey. Like, when it comes to irons and stuff, I'm more on the toe side, so I'm trying to step, like, just a hair closer to counter that. I'm trying to get in the middle of the face, that's all. I mean, I think that you've shown the most improvement out of all of us this year. Yeah? By, by a pretty large margin, if I'm being honest. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Working on it. A lot of work to do. Like, the ball... The, I mean, just, just remembering where you came from, from, like, just, like, the super slice to all of us... To then, at one point, you were, like... 14 degrees like <laughs> in to out yeah. to now where you're at is pretty remarkable if i have to say so myself thank you yeah. it sure is a lot easier to play golf when you're neutral the more neutral you are yeah. the easier golf like is. like yeah like we don't need to have no crazy bowed wrist or anything like that like just just being neutral comfortable like just trying to have good impact that's what it's really all about mm-hmm we don't need to do anything crazy. We don't need to chase club head speed or any of these metrics. Like, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> Very advanced stuff. But yeah, year in review. So yeah, that pretty much summarizes my lesson in my golf round. So none of you guys play golf this week? Just the scramby? Yeah. Mm-mm. So yeah, I mean, we got to... We got to plan the next trip, man. What is it? What is it? We pretty much set in Utah for this upcoming year. The summer, yeah. I think like what's like spring what's, summer. I mean, because that to me is like more of like a what like April May or even is that would be like the earliest you whenever can go. Whenever it's not snowing, I don't know. Yeah, whenever, whenever they're open, it's not snowing. Yeah, I don't think that there's been a lot of snow this year. Because Mark was just in Ma- my buddy Mark was just in Mammoth in December, and there's like there's like no snow. Mm. I mean, I know it's raining a little bit right now, but. I feel like 
we might get get lucky and have a early spring summer this year. Yeah, hell yeah. And if that's the case, then yeah, I mean, would love to do the Utah trip. I gotta add them to my weather. It's fifty three degrees right right now in Utah. Yeah, that's pretty warm for December. For reference, it's sixty here. Yeah, it's nothing. Yeah, I'm telling you. I think it's been a really mild winter so far. February, March. All right. Yeah, we'll see. What? <laughs> Yeah, I'll let you guys know how Boston is in March. Oh boy, I'm good on that. <laughs> it's uh, weather-wise, it's uh, it's no good. Seggy, go ahead. Should we go backwards this time? I'm sorry, yours. All right. I wrote this down because I saw I saw it on the Bob Does Sports podcast today. Oh, if you could swap lives with anyone for 48 hours, who would you choose? Dan Bulzarian. That's a good one. Why? <laughs> it was kind of a joke, if I'm being honest. I think that there's more interesting people, but like the the teenage boy in me thinks that Dan Bulzarian <laughs> would be like a really cool guy to be for 48 hours. Guns, cars, girls. It looks like a lot of <laughs> any 13 lots year old of girls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I want to. I want to give another answer, but if you guys have somebody in your head, go ahead because I want to think about this. I haven't really thought. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really thought about that. It definitely wouldn't be a politician. That sounds like a fucking snooze. It sounds like you'd be working. Yeah, they work too hard. Forty-eight hours. It's hard not to pick like a pro athlete though, too. That's true. Probably just in the gym or just like training though. Is it the off season if you're an athlete? I don't know. Yeah. Do we? Is this like you get to decide what get to decide what you do for forty eight hours, or you're like on autopilot with them? For I don't. I think I, w- I think it's more fun if you're just like on autopilot. You just take. T- I don't know. You go through their daily routine. basically. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, th- what do they wake up at four a.m.? Who hit the gym? Anyone? You're just freaking an athlete. I don't know. That's a good question. Like what? Hmm. Maybe we're thinking about this the wrong way. Maybe you 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 pick something that where they. Do something that you otherwise wouldn't be able to do. Like I, I think of like um, think of like a like a like a yeah. That's exactly where I was going with this. Like an F one driver, or just Mm. like you're just driving like, like you're you're just like driving crazy fast in these cars, and it's like this high pressure situation. Let's change it so you can pick which two days specifically, because then you can pick like John Rahm at the Masters. Those two days. Oh. Oh, I think that's easy. I think I would go a quarterback on Super Bowl Sunday. Are you kidding me? (laughs) That is probably... Super Bowl Saturday. At the line, shitting your Mercedes. (laughs) Seen a 6'4", 300-pound man just staring at you. Do you remember the Michael Vick experience? The commercials? No. It would be like... It was like a roller coaster ride, and it would be the Michael Vick experience, and then your dogs would start fighting. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now there, there were, it was like a roller coaster ride where you strap into like this seat oh, and I, you become yeah. a quarterback. <laughs> and you're Michael Vick running to the end zone. I think I have seen that. Throwback. You guys got to give an answer though. You guys got to give an answer. I'm thinking like Adam Sandler. Really? Just playing street basketball. Just an actor, <laughs> Jewish just guy. Like kicking it back, relax. I feel like he's just kicking back, relaxed, and doing what the fuck he wants. If I were to pick an actor, I would pick Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg in the gym? He's just got like a lot of interests and hobbies and he's just like, he's like a shoe guy. I don't know. 
think it, I think that would be somebody that at least actor wise, that's who I'd pick a hundred percent. Hmm. My mind goes to like a retired athlete who's still young or something like that. Yeah. You know, still mm-hmm. got money, but in this case you have time cause you're retired. Yeah. Does Shaquille O'Neal come to mind? He probably has an awesome fucking life. Yeah. Well, he's also working all the time too. So. Yeah. Well, think about like all those investments that he's in, all the deals he has. Yeah, with those with those perennial athletes, it's like they also have like business managers who kind of like sh- shovel them into the right directions of where they should invest, and like I'm sure that they make the final decisions on everything. But it's just so easy in life when you're just like well connected, well networked, and you can just like have somebody kind of manage it for you. It's just easy. All right, I figured out who I'm switching lives with for 40 hours. Who? Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, my God. You just want to date 24-year-olds, 23-year-olds? <laughs> Shit. Sue me. <laughs> <laughs> Too famous. I don't know. You can't go out in public. I'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Yeah, you're going to DoorDash sit in bed for 48 hours with a 24-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I would be Joe Biden, just because I want to no see. No way. I want to see the behind the scenes of the presidency. I think that'd be kind of cool. All the secret shit. That to actually be him, I don't know. Maybe I'd be like a. F- maybe a more interesting answer is like somebody that like has to be with him or like. Behind- I want his experience. Really? I know he's fucking old, but I don't get to feel old. I just get to like. A president's a pretty good answer if we're being honest. I mean, it's a. Pretty- I want to hear the cheese, man. I want to hear the shit that's going down. They're doing what? Over- <laughs> <laughs> Give me the codes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, then, can you bring back any knowledge with you when you come back to your body? Yeah. Oh, really? Doesn't mean anyone's gonna believe you. But yeah, I want all the stock tips that these politicians get. Sounds like a vibe. There's a website for that. A real mm. website. Yeah. I believe it. Wikipedia. No, I'm, I think I've heard of it before. It's like they track the portfolios of. Mm-hmm. Even though they have insider information, these Congress people. It's fucked up. <laughs> it's actually pretty crazy when you think it's about fucked it. Up. They have all this in- regulations. They know what's going to happen. Well, like, yeah, it's like you look up their net worth and it's like, oh, yeah, they make like 200 grand as a politician, but their net worth like 67 million. It's like, oh, how did that happen? It's like, oh, well, I made an investment Lobbying in this random fucking medical yeah. company that I gave I gave a lenient, you know, legislation on. And then their IPO 10x in a week and then I sold. <laughs> I know it's it's pretty sad. It's disgusting. Same yeah. thing with like Bernie Sanders. He's like a multimillionaire, like. All these guys. Yeah, all of them. I mean, like, why wouldn't you do that? I don't know. Makes no sense. I don't blame them, but why is that an option? Yeah. (laughs) Why do they have insider information? That's all. I remember the uh, Pelosi thing. One of the journalists asked asked her if they should be allowed to make stock trades. She's like, next question. She like, yeah. You can follow her portfolio. I'm sure there's a, I think there's a Twitter account called like Nancy Pelosi's Holdings. It got taken down back in the, uh. GameStop Be, yeah like some I forgot when I got it was back when Twitter was like censoring a bunch of shit but now I don't know if that account is back or what the deal is with that remember there was one that tracked Elon Musk's jet no there was one that tracked where his jet oh went. no I do remember but yeah but then he banned it because it's like you know you're sharing real time location I think <laughs> that might be an issue I, I can see why he probably wouldn't want that it one it is but I think it's public information so it's like 
Is it? I think it was like a publicly owned something. Some le- loophole where it was like a publicly owned jet or whatever. Hmm. So like anyone could look up that tailwing number and find out where it is. Hmm. He just so happened to broadcast it. I think... That would be hella annoying. Could you imagine if ever like billions of people like had access to your location at any given moment? That would be so frustrating. What if I told you they do. Well, yeah, but you think I could look up your name right now and find out where you live? Just Google your name. You can do it. I definitely can. Yeah, I can find out where you live, who you work for, your phone number, your where email you address, used to live, your family's info. Yeah, I could just Google that. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, Chief. Then I could go on the dark web and get your credit card numbers and social security number. Do it. You're not as safe as you think. Do it, pussy. I will. (laughs) Who's opening up a credit card? (laughs) Strippers are us. Hey, what is this weird charge I have? $10,000 sex doll. (laughs) I still love the meme. I know we just talked about it, but the, uh, like, man, like, this, like, economy's like rough out here like what's wrong with this bang statement <laughs> it's like a 500 hundred dollar only fans <laughs> charge <laughs> no it'll be like just got paid <laughs> it'll be like a thousand bucks and then underneath that will be like 55 gallon drum of lube or <laughs> i love those so funny those get me so we got leonardo I mean, fuck it. I'll um, pick. I'll pick Dan Bilzerian. We'll go. Joe we'll go Biden. different routes here, and then yeah, Joe Biden. I like our answers. I think we gave pretty fun ones. And we all hang out on the weekends. <laughs> Do we have to? No. <laughs> I couldn't think of a more eclectic group than that. Have you guys seen Donald Trump's swing? Yeah, he's His got. Golf like, swing? He's got like a great old man swing. It's crazy. He starts playing. He starts underneath the plane and then comes back over the plane. Yeah. It goes straight. I guess. Yeah, he's, I heard he's a, a pretty good golfer. Great old man swing, yeah. It's oh, like I don't know how you guys expect to swing a club at seventy five or however I hope old I'm he not is. That physically fucked up at that age, <laughs> dude. That so dude, dude, they're you, fucked up. I'm telling you, bro. You see, do you? Cause do you golf with like older people, dude? It's hard for them. They Their mobility is like it's zero. terrible. And I know. You know they have back fusions and knees are all fucked up, so their swing is like. I want to know what they did in their lifetime to get all fucked up like that. It's it's just age, dude. That's it. I don't think, yeah. It's just, it's literally just getting so old. You wake That's up it. one day, you're like, oh, I can't move. Well, like, look, let's put it this way. If, if you're somebody who works out on like a regular basis all your life. You're still going to be fucked up. Like, you're going to be strong and like fit. You're but not be you're still not going to have that mobility. You get the mobility from honestly like stretching. Like you have to actively care about your mobility to like move like you do now as you do when if you want to move like that when you're 70 or 65 or whatever your age is. Well, so I got to turn my life around. <laughs> it's that though and not having like injuries. Like, yeah. you know, that guy broke his leg 30 years ago. And it still fucks with him. So now he can't bend that leg a certain way. Yeah. So now that restricts his swing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I never that kind thought of shit about through that. all their life, that all, all adds up to like, it all adds up. Fuck that. I know, it looks fucked up. I mean, shit, we know people that are 40, their swings look fucking awful. Like, <laughs> super restrictive and like, you see it all at Roger Dunn, man. Oh, I could only I imagine. Bad. Oh boy. That was a good seggy. Good seggy. Next segment. You want to do movies? Sure. All right. Ooh. 
top three Christmas movies. Didn't we do this? Die Hard's one for yeah, me. I knew he was going to say Die <laughs> Christmas Vacation. Christmas Story. A Christmas Story. Elf. I'll go with those three. Did we do this already? I feel like we did this. Fuck. We might have done it. No way. Oh, man. Nobody will remember. That's okay. We'll do... Give me... Give me... Yeah, I don't know. I just... I'm not a big Christmas movie guy. Bah humbug, huh? A little bit. Curmudgeon. Well, okay. There's me. two movies that are absolutely on my list. And that would be... The Grinch, the Jim Carrey one. Yeah, that's a good one. And Elf. <laughs> Those two... So or, Die Hard, Grinch, and Elf. Yeah, Die uh, Die Hard. Give me three is Die Hard, two is Grinch, one is Elf. Like if I was, if I had to pick a movie that I had to watch at Christmas, probably pick an Elf. No Christmas with the Cranks. No. <laughs> Low key funny movie. <laughs> I, I I notice that the older the movies are, the less likely I'm gonna enjoy like as far as the well, christmas movie like what? Christmas well it's cranks. also an action movie so it's a little bit <laughs> it's different it's not a real christmas movie yeah. yeah well you know hey it's a meme christmas story home alone it's a good one classic home alone would be my honorable mention uh i'll go elf yeah. okay James? Already went. Already went? On my first. All right. Christmas story, Christmas vacation. So Elf is pretty Elf. much unanimously number one, or on at it least was, on our list. Top three, yeah. Top three. Amazing movie. I've seen it four. No Grinch times. for you guys? You guys don't like the Jim Carrey Grinch? I do like it. Yeah. It's just a cartoon. Yeah. You're keeping it well, a buck. It's not. It's like. Oh, sorry. It's yeah. not necessarily. Forgot, yeah. A, yeah. That one's real. It is cartoon-ish. Yeah, it, it is. And uh, it's goofy looking. Yeah. But yeah, it's funny. You guys, the first time you said Grinch, I I think Jim Carrey, but then I also think about the animated one. Yeah. Like the f- 70s or whatever. Yeah. But then I'm like, oh yeah, there's the one where he's got a fucking... That's a funny movie. Mm-hmm. I do like Actually, it. I'm not going. <laughs> he's very funny in that movie. Shit, what's the dog's name? Max. Max. That was spot on. I was like, who the fuck said that? Oh, <laughs> hey, plus one for the good guys. Worst Christmas movie. Die Hard. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you say that to I'm me, kidding. Robert? I feel personally Turn attacked. for a squirt in nine. You're Come again? <laughs> what? I'm gonna. <laughs> You're me. gonna? Disgusting. The worst Christmas movie? It's probably those Hallmark Channel ones. <laughs> What's the one with the kid and the BB gun? Christmas Home Story. No. Oh, yeah, Christmas Story. Christmas, I think Christmas Story for you me. That's the worst kid? movie? Yeah. I love that movie. No, that ain't it Someone for me. Someone's brother comes out all bundled up. <laughs> My kid brother, Ralphie? <laughs> yeah, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic. I love that movie, dude. No, no it ain't it for me. You know what? I'm going to go with Grinch. <laughs> Die hard, you Grinch. You fuck Grinch. <laughs> you guys are tripping. Hit us with the trivia. It's time for Blake's Trivia. PGA. Live. 
gives a fuck? No, like, seriously, like, who gives a fuck? Who knows this shit? Not me and Rob. Absolutely, I will hit you with a trivia. Your trivia question today is, which state has the most golf courses? Florida. Rob? The answer is Florida, Texas, or California, in which case I'm going to take Florida. I'll take Texas. The correct answer is Florida with 1250. Which good. 1250 golf courses. Yeah. What's California? California is the number 2 ranked state in terms of the quantity of golf courses at 921. Wow, Florida has 350 more. That's like I would imagine a lot of it has to do with the fact that the land's cheaper out there because there's sure. a lot of like just swampy land or cheap land out there that you can develop and make into a golf course. And I think that plays a huge factor in it. California is just California, big state, whatever. It's got golf courses, good Number weather. Three? three on the list is Texas. I know it. Okay, which so- is a really interesting. I can't believe I, I will like. I knew it. when I when I asked the question, I was like, well, if I only limit them to like one choice, like they're going to it's going to be pretty odd. Op- they're going to think like big state. They're probably going to pick like California or or like Florida. But you immediately thought Texas, which mm-hmm. I found mm-hmm. interesting because Texas has kind of like more humid weather and they get like these what the random like snowstorm or like whatever. It I can mean. be cold and the grass dies. The yeah. grass turns yellow like it looks dead but Yeah, for the winter. You were saying that Texas is becoming a new golf. It is. Right? For, I mean... PGA headquarters now, Frisco. Yeah. Texas, as in general, in the last 10 years, has absolutely exploded in population. Yeah. And yeah. golf is golf itself is exploding. I just know that we there's a lot of business done in, in Texas. Yeah. I mean, I and again, land is also Texas. cheap in a lot I wouldn't of, mind visiting Texas. Yeah. I'd like to play that Frisco course and then yeah. some other shit. Yeah. yeah let's do it. There's Texas. a lot of golf. Sign there. us up. And again, it's an enormous state. Yeah, we drive it. It's second to Alaska. It's, no, it is. It is actually massive. Like to get to like the major cities, it's like they're like really long drives. Like, like From three, four hours. Yeah, El Paso is like the western tip to the. It takes like nine hours across the whole state. It's Holy so crap! Well, it's no Damn. difference than going north to northern california sure yeah it's like the same thing i guess i guess that's the truth (laughs) it's so wide like yeah no it is actually wide but but even when you look at it on a map like all of like the big cities are kind of like clustered it's a triangle yeah exactly it's it's dallas dallas fort worth and then then houston Houston, down here right and then san antonio Antonio. here and then austin here yeah yeah but if you remove san antonio it's that triangle. but even to getting into all those cities i mean that's it's like, like three hours those apart. are like yeah they're like all three hours which is crazy <laughs> dallas to austin is like three hours dallas to houston is like three something that's crazy no, crazy texas is disgustingly but big. uh bonus points here because on this list there's two states who do you think has the fourth and fifth most golf courses arizona would be one of my guesses um, i'll give you both two guesses georgia One of them I think is guessable, and the other one I think it'd be just an absolute long shot for you guys to get it. New York, maybe. Nevada. That's a good one. I thought about that. All right. I think the population is too. Rob, low. what's your second one? Oh no, you no, you didn't say Arizona. I went Arizona and said. Georgia. Nevada and North Carolina. Hmm. That's a good guess. Yeah. So. 
James, you you said one of the answers. It wasn't your first two answers. The, the fourth ranked state is New York mm-hmm. with 832 Just golf based courses. based on how big Long Island is and how old the state is. Mm-hmm. That's what gave it away. There's a lot of like old like historical courses. Tons. In, in New York. But um, at five, Michigan with eight, 650 golf courses. What? Bro, but what are they open six months a year? Like. <laughs> Two months. It's crazy though, right? Get shot at one <laughs> at the Detroit ones. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> click clack. I thought that was crazy when I saw Michigan at five. I said, I "Get no the f- out of here!" Because I, mean, I mean, my thought was always like, "Oh, like I bet Arizona's up there," but Arizona's like too small of a state. Low it's population not as, it's, was. Yeah, the population's you know? not there. But I just figured the concentration would be huge. Like I figured. Yeah, North- I'm sure if you we went population two golf courses i would imagine arizona would be really high yeah same thing yeah, with yeah. florida but yeah. yeah like but california is 40 million people yeah to 900 golf courses that's like nothing yeah in comparison but no rob i i loved your guess because north carolina i mean i don't i don't think on this particular list there was um like i could see past five but i know that north carolina like the carolina that area north yeah. carolina south there is some really good golf like Harbor Town, then you got like Tobacco Road and stuff like that. Like, yeah, there's some sick golf out there. Augusta. That's Georgia, brother. It's on the border of South Carolina and Georgia. Still Georgia, brother. Fight about it. Fight, I'll fight you right now, dude. You Remember f- when I said Georgia? Augusta? Georgia? Augusta. Good call. Yep. But yeah, I thought that was interesting wanted to know where i kind of wanted to like you know in a way get get inspired because i'm like you know like not not that the quantity of golf courses are but just like where if they have a lot of golf courses, probably like a lot of competition kind of like you know gives you some options because sometimes you find some hidden gems man i'm telling you the cypress hill place that we played or david l baker all right yeah that's a great one so i was told about this when i went and played in Arizona when I went out for Memorial Day. There's a 767 yard par six. <laughs> you hit your drive from the 18th tee in South Carolina and you put in North Carolina. Interesting. The guy I played with, he's like, yeah, I played that course. It's actually a lot of fun. So you want to see him hit driver and then thin <laughs> a three wood four times in driver, a row? Driver, driver, driver. <laughs> three driver. I just thought it's cool, like that they have courses like that where you start in one state and you end in another. I'm amazed by the par six. Yeah, par six. I mean, that's an interesting concept. I don't triple bogey. I don't know if I would love it, but yeah. I mean, it's the second, third, and fourth shot that are like the out of the norm, right? Of like, because there's so the, much meat on this bone. Because it's like you ain't hitting driver like off the deck. Like you're I'm not, not doing that. Like you're gonna have to hit some three wood, and it's like, yeah, you better hope it's open. I'm it. <laughs> I'm a top, and it's gonna go like 80 yards. I know that's gonna happen. And then I'm gonna move 80 yards and hit the same exact shot again. And, and then I'm gonna grab my seven iron and then hit it. Advance at 150. <laughs> it looks like that course was sold recently. Oh. Well, that's a cool idea. Par six. A par six. I don't think my game is built for a par six. Barely built for a par five. I mean, e- even if I four. get even if I get on the green and four, I'm still four putting that thing. Yeah. 
Imagine walking that court. It was like, fuck. <laughs> 760 yards. I'm going to walk a mile. I find it crazy when people walk and they don't even use the push cart. Like they actually they're just huffing like, it. And they're. I saw, I saw some shoulder. kids uh, just, yeah, no cart at San Juan Hills of all places. Just putting it on their back and walking. God damn. Yep. And that course is hilly, hilly yeah. too. It's not like some. They, it's not like David O'Baker was just like perfectly. Flat. Was it high school? Yeah, you could tell they if were. They, high, they probably have to walk. No, 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 no. That's the thing, though. They they didn't have like no high school gear on or nothing oh. like that. It was you could tell it was like a casual round for them. Oh, but I'll, I'll just I'll never forget because it was um. It was the end of like the day or like the sun went down and they were like on sixteen. And so, like, one of the guys, like, dropped off his stuff and took his cart back to pick one of them up because it was, like, yeah, they're just, like, to have all these kids. It was, like, dude, like, they're so far away and they have to yeah. walk the entire thing. Poor kids. Dude. I'll, I'll walk it with a push cart if I got some comfortable shoes on. I wonder how I much. I ain't lifting that bag. I wonder how much it costs to walk that course. Just take away your cart fee. Yeah, what do you mean? That's that's how much it is. <laughs> Fifteen it's bucks. It's the price. I don't and know. If you want to pay more, you can to get a. Card. I wonder if they got a discount because they're kids, high yeah. schoolers, juniors. Maybe I don't know. Maybe if that's a local course. Depends. I am walking. James, you would have loved our round today. You know why? Because there was nobody there. Nobody. Like, it was raining. Yeah, I do like that. But oh. you know, you know when we got there, zero rain. I was decked out in rain gear. I'm sure you were over there. Vest, North Face jacket. <laughs> like, I got, obviously, I got my FJs now, so they're like water resistant. I put, I got the, the head cover for my bag. I brought like two extra towels. Didn't rain a single drop when I got there. It was the craziest thing. I was going to play Saturday, but it's raining in Oceanside at least. Mm. Damn. Bummer. I was, I've been itching to play again. Really? Yeah. I mean, what do we got? What do we got? I'm trying to play. Yeah, man. I was about to say, what do we, you know, we, we're here, not, boys. Book the, book the round. Come Louis, on. Louie, I spoke to Louie a little bit after the tournament. Mm. He said that we should book like two, like maybe like second week of January. January 13th? Why? Like second or third week. Just mm, maybe not that weekend. To play with him. Mia's birthday is the 14th, yeah. which well, is Well, later, Sunday. not that exact week, but like a few weeks into the new year. Why? Yeah. I don't know. That's what he said. I mean, it'll be fun. I, w- I want to play with Lou. He said he'll play black gold early in the morning. I want some tips. Yeah. On how to do good at black gold. <laughs> Hit it straight. I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> I think putting is the issue. Mm. You know, the problem was I had to bet already, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Money. There's new. There's. I told you not to you think golf? <laughs> you think golf is busy like New Year's Eve weekend? I have no idea. Because that would be... You gotta think everyone's doing holiday prices right now too. Yeah. No, Oso Creek. I'm down to play next weekend. Yeah, I was about to say New Year New Year's Eve weekend would be a great I think that would be a great weekend to play. I think everyone's more focused on like parties and shit like that. Like or, every, or everyone has the same idea as us. Yeah, well I don't know. I mean at San Juan Hills I can book out a little bit farther, so it's like since it's past, because right now only public public people can only book out to the twenty seventh, but I can book the weekend on New Year's Eve. Show me some times. I can look it up it right have now. To be now, but I'll look it up right now. You guys, you guys can talk while I look up stuff. 
fuck are we supposed to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got this chatty Kathy here and not talking. What the heck? You ever scratch your nuts? <laughs> Do you ever scratch your nuts? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um. Hmm. Balloon pop. Did you guys pick your balloon or did you have them pick for you? I picked mine. Really? Yeah. I wanted Lou to pick my balloon, mm-hmm. but he was like, kind of like, eh, I don't know. And I was like, I just picked the closest green one to you. So he wouldn't. So you wouldn't blame it on him if you got a fucked up. I wanted. I wanted more. to blame it on him if I got a fucked up one, and then also like praise him if he gave me a good one. But you know, I yeah, I had a feeling. That in there? I had a feeling that it was gonna be like. Oh, that sucks. Well, how many more 25% you think are up there rather than like 60% off? I wonder if there was like 160, like one or two 60s and the rest were like... I had my main man pick. It just, I was like, it doesn't matter. I saw one and I'm like, I want that one. No, 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 not that, that one right there. <laughs> yeah, everybody already thought about what we thought about, at least at San Juan Hills. Yeah. The earliest time I found from Friday to Sunday is 1.39 p.m. Do you have New Year's Day off? What day of the week is that? And then a Monday? Uh, New Year's Eve is the 30th, uh, or January 1st is a Monday, and it's wide open. If we, if, if we book it right now. New, like, January 1st, I, I don't know, because I think people might be working, but it is wide open. I think so I have that day off. 51, 59, I mean, 651, 59, 708, 16, 33, 42, 50, Let one, to, one to four golfers. Let me confirm tomorrow that I have that day off. Yeah. Book it. Midday, yeah, it's it's wide open. It's literally wide open. Love to play a morning round. I love morning rounds. Me too. Get the shit over with. We played golf today under four hours. That's what I'm talking and, about. And, and we had a foursome in front of us, but they were like playing fast enough, so it was pretty nice. But if we didn't have that foursome in front of us, we would have been flying. Yeah. I have the first off. Nice. You do. Nice. Shout out, Google. Yeah, maybe Monday Maybe Monday <laughs> might be the move. If we're off Monday, yeah, golf. That would, that would be, be a, the vibe because I'm probably not doing shit that day. Yeah. If I'm not working, then I'm not doing shit on the January 1st. Yeah. Check my email. Sick, yeah. No, let's um. Yeah, if if we get confirmation that we're all off, we we have to go golfing that day. It'd be stupid not to. And Hung then over. and then and then we gotta and then after that we gotta we gotta talk to Lou and get get some yeah we gotta get some on the books yeah mm-hmm. I'm thinking like a Sunday yeah because he gets one weekend off. Yeah, I can't imagine he wants to play. I mean, I'm sure maybe he doesn't care, but like, does he want? Did he say anything about wanting to play somewhere else other than Black Gold? He just said we can get out here early. Mm. So, I mean, it's probably gonna be free. Ninety nine. I don't know about that though. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> I wouldn't quote him on that. Come on. For him, it's free. He's not a miracle worker. He'll you know what I'm us, saying? He'll give us the resident rate. The resident rate. Yeah, he doesn't. You know, I'm sure he'll do what he can do, but it's not yeah. a big deal. It's whatever. I just want to get out there and play with him. I don't care where we play. Absolutely. Absolutely. As long as it's not Willowick. <laughs> Dude, I bet he just absolutely tears up that chorus, Black Gold. Yeah. It'd be fun to watch. Well, he I'm, says he comes into work, I think, early. He practices and just comes, goes into like... 
appearances like on the course? Like on like yeah, on the the ranch. Oh. Come there, hit a bucket, and then go into work. I mean, that's how I'd start my day every time too. If I worked at a golf course, why wouldn't you? Emailing someone right now? Checking to see if I have a day off. Yeah, he's trying to find out. I guess if I were to say you're going to practice, I wouldn't think the driving range, but that's me. You think I'm a Kelly practice? Well, well, the thing is that he can. I'm sure he could play nine too if he really wanted to. That's what. That's what I want to know. Is can he just like walk on? But it's probably more of like an evening thing. Like if he works morning and he gets off, he plays nine real quick. I'm sure he does. If he does, I'm going to tell on him. <laughs> Sir, he cannot do that. <laughs> According to section. Excuse dad. me, I'd like to report a misdemeanor. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling the marshal. Fuck, I don't know how to. I'm looking. Well, look at that guy at Red Hawk. I work here, but I don't play golf. Remember, you like asked him a question. He was like, "I don't know." Oh yeah, that poor guy. Is, uh, Red Hawk, man, I have such mixed feelings about that golf course. I like the course. I wouldn't mind. Do you like the, the course? I'd play yeah. it again, but like, much not to like. I think the course is well maintained. I think that the rough is unbearable, and I think that oh, yeah. it. I think that. You spend so much time looking for errant balls that it decreases my fun to a degree. I think it's because they have like leaves everywhere. It's leaves and it's rough, like just thick grass. It just makes so no sense. So maybe we should save that course right the summer, where like the conditions are a little different. Who knows? I I I've I've played it a bunch of times, and it's like that every single time. Well, we're not ever playing it again. I mean, the thing is that I would be willing to play it again, but it's just every, I, I feel like every time I've played, it gets backed up because again, it takes forever because everyone's looking for their damn ball, but also like great practice facility, like great practice screens. They got two practice screens. It's easy to get a bucket. It's cheap. And also they have like top tier food out of nowhere, yeah. top tier food, <clears throat> but then also they're like lame about you bringing anything uh, like you got a cooler. Let me check that out. <laughs> like I've never seen a course more lame than them. Like every, they ask every group if they got anything extra to make sure that they didn't bring any. And it's just like trying to get every dollar. They're trying to just, make every the vibes are just there. off there sometimes. I'm just like, I mean, oh. the course, the course is low on my list to play just because we played her recently a few times. So like, yeah. just like cross Creek, like it's fine. I just, I don't want to play right now. Like, if we're going to Temecula, like, we're probably not going back to Temecula Hills. Like, the other two courses that I think are higher on my list in terms of, like, what I'd rather play, no? no I'm ready for Temecula Hills again. <laughs> yeah? Temecula again. Dude, you guys actually? <laughs> yeah, you gotta redeem ourselves. That's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Well, like, redeem yourself. I mean, this guy got an eagle, but it, uh, you're saying just because he almost broke 90, is that why you want to go back, James? I didn't think it was like the most difficult course. So yeah. I think I could definitely. I want to take that course more serious. Yeah. Now, I think, that I, now that I know the layout a little bit more, yeah. I can definitely attack it differently than me just blind shooting it across a corner into yeah. the water. <laughs> <laughs> now you can at least know you're going to hit it into the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I know this is going to be H2O. I can at least pull a driver out and then do the slice. <laughs> 
tash, good tash. Wrap it up. Yeah, yes. no, I um, I don't think we got anything more to add. Rob, you good? I'm chilling. Yeah, no. Boys are buzzing about this year. I think, do we do we have another episode this year or no? Yeah. We got another episode scheduled? After Christmas. I guess we do. Yeah, it would be the 20, yeah. That's our last episode this year. Oh, after. So, yeah, I mean, sometime after Christmas. So, we got one more episode of the Bogey Boys Back Nine podcast next week. Probably on Wednesday or Thursday because, you know. Wednesday. We, we got Wednesday. Wednesday. We'll see. Yeah. some A few days after Christmas, we'll get back on it and give you guys some podcasts to listen to. Um, this has been episode 34 of the Bogey Boys Back Nine podcast. You can reach us at the Bogey Boys with a Z at gmail.com. Send us in your would you rather. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can give us a follow on the socials. Uh, Rob? Back Nine Golf. B A C C 9 Golf. And follow us on OnlyFans. O F B G with a Z. I'm just kidding. Bust it open for a real one. (laughs) Check me out. It's been episode 34. We'll catch you guys on the next one. It's Blake. Your boy Rob. And Jane. See, See you later.